What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome to you can can sip with us. This is, uh, I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. This is going to be a little bit of a different flavor for some of you. Yeah. But not all of you. Not all of you. Not all of you. We, so, okay. I've been out of town and it's this thing where when we don't talk like on our normal cadence, it feels like it's been a million years or something. It feels like it's been a million years, but I think the biggest thing for me this week is like this kind of is our normal cadence, except for true. We recorded. So normally how we record you guys, we have two episodes that we launched. You guys are listening to the Tuesday show, which is generally we record on Friday, like later afternoon before. And then we record, we have a show that we release on Fridays that we record Thursday right before. Right? Right. Is that accurate to say? Yep. So, but Colleen had a work trip. So she was gone on our, during our normal Thursday recording time. So we pre-recorded that second episode, the Patreon episode, which is normally, you guys hear us talk about it. It's our catch up behind the scenes, you know, pull the hood up kind of whatever. And then Tuesday is a little more curated, but we were like, well, we could bring faves this week, but I'm like, well, I have a problem because you just went on a work trip and I need to know about it. And like things are going on with Taylor and Vanderpump rules. And we normally, that's what we, we do like a catch up on Patreon and then hot topics. So we just have things to talk about. Let's take matters into our own hands. Yeah. I can't bring faves today. Cover the things we need to really, the things that are all on our heart. We have to like get things, some things off of our chest. Right. Yeah. We need to talk. We need to catch up. Here we are. So here we are. Should we start with the ketchup and then get into the sizzle topics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So you went on a work trip, your first work trip in like, what? Years. Pre-COVID, it feels like. Yes. Because it was like COVID and then postpartum and... Yeah. So my my company that I work with is also remote. So like they went remote during COVID and then they Mm. never went like people can go into it. They have offices, but like it's a remote workforce. Okay. And they have all gotten together. Like they had like a big live meeting, like with everybody that I had to miss because I was in the Mm. hospital, literally giving birth to Ellie. Oh, okay. And so for me, not for everyone, like for everyone, when they got together, like what was it? 10 months ago, it had been a long time since they had gotten to see each other. And for me, this was my first time meeting the majority of people that I work with directly. Yes. And um, so turns out, you know, people have uh, a body below the shoulders, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm because all I saw was their Zoom squares for... Over two years. I mean, how long have That's I crazy. how long have I been there? Um since 2020. So going in, yeah. So like over like three mm-hmm. essentially. And uh and it was really cool because Zoom is so limiting. Yeah. With like 30 right. minutes or an hour-long meeting, and you're you're moving in a way and talking in a way that is like Zoom meeting-y. Yeah, right. And then when you're with people in real time, yeah, like there's all these little things that you catch about people's personalities. And then mm. also what what you get when you're with people is their energy. Mm-hmm. Energy right. only yeah. goes so far on Zoom. And so uh-huh. um, I like – I knew I was going to like everybody because if you can like people over Zoom, right. you're good to go. Yeah, you know, and we've all worked, and it it kind of almost felt like like I never have done because it came, it was like came out as a thing like after Chris and I were dating and everything, but I never did online dating. Oh right, yeah. But in a way, it's sort of like online dating because it's like, oh my gosh, oh we okay have built this relationship totally yeah. virtually for years. I mean, yeah. it, so there was almost like some nerves. Uh-huh. You know, are on we going to like end? each other as much as I hope we're going to like each other? Yeah. It was more like, are they going to like me? 
I yeah. felt like nerves oh. about like like I knew I liked them, but I was like, oh my god, they're like seeing me and being around uh-huh. me, and like, am I? I don't know. It just was. It was cool to feel that in a way. Like, um, and then, and then it just was awesome. Oh it just my was gosh. awesome. It was really cool to get just time together during work. You know, I feel like people got to to see me in a more natural way and how I like to show up at work. And then um, in terms of like participating in meetings and and how we build shit together, you know, Mm -hmm. and then um, outside of work, man, it was a it was a pure adrenaline meeting. I was at the bars so way later than I had business being at the bars mm-hmm. until yeah, like for you. 2 a.m. ish. Oh, and my then God. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. This oh, is yeah. where. But that is where being Pacific time w- was on your side. Was on my side. I mean, still. But, but the wake up. Oh, the wake ups are brutal. 630 uh, was 330 oh a.m. my uh-uh. time. Uh-uh. But here's the, the advantage that I have okay. on all these people. Uh-huh. I've been preparing for this since Eleanor was born. Right. Yeah, you haven't slept through the night and, you know, you're like, I'm ready to go. What's wrong with you guys? Oh, you're basically tired? basically was training for this work yeah. meeting. Yeah. And it was funny because as I was leaving the meeting, the Boston Marathon, uh, by the time you listen oh! to this, it'll have just happened. But the Boston, uh-huh. I didn't know it was ha- like about to happen. So yeah. all these people are coming in for the Boston Marathon and I'm like, I basically just ran my marathon. Right. When I was also in Boston. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like good luck following my act. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I just made a PR dudes. I don't know what you got. Oh yeah. And I was a trained professional bar athlete. Yes. Yes. Um, Wow. Then there was like low lights as well. Those were all the highlights. Mm -hmm. The low lights um, pumping while traveling and trying to participate in meetings, like having to step outside of meetings, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's sitting and everybody's watching. And you always think people are focused in on you and they never are. People are focused on themselves. And so I'm yeah. sure no one really noticed, but I noticed. And then I had gaps, you know, coming and then I'm like feeling like weird kind of walking back in, you know, which I shouldn't. Right. Um, and then it's like, you know, dealing with like, I, like it's like all these little moments that you work through um, pumping and traveling or just pumping in general. I just think yeah. pumping is so hard. I think it's one of the hardest things. Like shout out to anybody who's like exclusive pumping or whatever. I think that is just so my hat's off to you because it's a whole lot. Um, yeah, I feel like you don't get the um, bonding time, the connection time, right? Because it's like. Time wise is a sack, although it is more time when you're pumping versus just at this point, Eleanor is an efficient feeder, right? So she just goes on and gets what she yeah. wants and then leaves. But more than that, it's like if it was the same amount of time, it's not the same amount of like heart connection. Yes. You know, like you. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it's also like, like a complete logistics nightmare. Mm-hmm. when you're trying to do it on the go because you're running yeah. a milk factory and there's like temperatures involved and like I mean I ha- so on my carry-on I have a cooler with ice packs so you go through a little bit of extra security getting out of Boston I've never been inspected like every bag of breast milk and there was 20 yeah. or so they're wanding and then putting in the tester and then like, every single one checking my hands I mean I was there for like 20 minutes like wow. as they were just you know checking everything um so I have my Ugh. cooler and I'm on a six hour flight six plus hour flight so I've got to pump twice I had to pump twice on the way there and I'm in a I'm in a window seat right so then I've got to put up the tray Sorry for shouldering the person, elbowing the person next to me, you know, because I'm trying to get yeah. lift up this huge bag and then hold the cooler. It's like walking in just too small of a bathroom with a suitcase where you're uh-huh, just maneuvering, uh-huh. you know, and then I got to get the wipes. I'm wiping the tray down. I set everything down. I get my all the take the Ziploc bag out, put trying to put them together. Put your 
without together, you uh-huh. know, and I'm hunched. Without touching anything or anyone. Are they situated right? Am mm-hmm. I covering myself enough? Am I? Then when you take them out, I'm like, God, we don't hit turbulence and just falls. I'm like pouring oh with my a gosh. shaky hand. I mean, oh my god! And then by yeah. the time you're done pumping on a plane, like whatever session you're done, you're just like, oh, I'm so relieved that that's over. Mm-hmm. Like I can relax for you know three, four hours or something. Yeah. And then yeah, you know, while I'm at the so I get to the Marriott, and it, I want to preface this by saying I've I've. But I, I exclusively stay at Marriotts like when I go to hotels. I love them. They've always been awesome. Um, and they and, and it, this has a happy ending. But you're always I think what it's what it does is you get a little bit of anxiousness because there's steps. There's so much pre-planning and you just yeah. are overthinking and you're living in the future, hoping everything is going to go right. Yeah. And you're anticipate you're trying to peek around all the corners, and so like you get to the hotel, milk has to stay cold, right? Mm-hmm. And it for I can't freeze it because I can't I don't want it to dethaw because then it all has to be used within uh-huh. 24 hours. Uh-huh. So I need it to stay f- fresh so that it can last until so I can get it home and freeze it, right? Yeah. So every Marriott I've ever stayed in has had a refrigerator, and I check in and um, I said, I just want to confirm, you know, that there's a refrigerator in the room. And is there also a freezer? If not, I need to leave my ice packs with you so that you can freeze them and I can oh, pick them up right. in the morning before I go to the day of meetings so that they stay frozen, right? The ice packs for my little cooler. And she said, um, oh, yeah, you know, we have refrigerators in there. So perfect. You know, no big deal. And she said, um, but we did make a change. You know, they're more of like cool. They're like cooling now cooling units i was like oh cooling units can you go on you know tell me what that means she's like elaborate yeah so they'll like keep a drink cold you could like have a little thing it's like a switch and you turn it on and then it has like a two hour timer and then at two hours it'll just turn off but it'll like keep you know keep things cold she's like i know um she's like you know is that okay and i'm like no no that's not gonna work um so uh i was like i have a you know it's a medical need um of breast milk that i have to keep cold and she's like yeah i don't know if breast milk will if that'll work for breast milk and i'm like yeah right so that's i'm a, telling you right now that that's, it's not going to work and i'm starting to get chippy i'm starting yeah. to get a little chippy because now right. i'm worried right mm-hmm. and i'm not confident that um the the i'm not confident that it's as serious to the person that I'm talking to is is for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm starting to not be my best version of me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so how do we escalate this? Like, who do we need to call so that we can get this worked out? Can you give me a Frigidaire rep on the line ASAP? ASAP, like, do I, yeah, do I like like, deliver? And then she's like, oh, well, we can, um, you can just bring it to us. And we'll refrigerate it for you. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I'm going to be pumping like at midnight. I'm yeah. not going to come down here in my pajamas. Like there's yeah. work people that are going to see me. Like yeah. I'm not going to like just be walking down. And I'm 34 floors up. Right? And also, so I don't think I'd want my milk not in my possession. Yeah, this is this you know, little thing. It's like that's not. I was like, I need a fridge. Like, yeah. Do you, do I need to be in the suite or like, I don't want to be, but like, where is a fridge? Like, right. What's going on? So it took like a half an hour to get this sorted oh out, gosh. you know, and they're trying to call engineers. This is going on, but I also feel like this is like just the real thing of like, if you yeah. know someone who's pumping, like, no, give them a high five. So, and, and, and also I think to your point, you do kind of have to make a stink about this. Like, even if it wasn't that big of a deal to you, you kind of got to carry the torch. Everyone has to do this so that this does become the norm for people that come after us, right? Like, because this is not going away. It's not like a minor thing. This is pretty major. Yeah. And if you're like, well, what if I'm going to, I guess we'll just go without the milk, saving the milk or whatever. Like, there could be a mom that's like, I'm not willing to do it. But it's like, you also kind of have to carry that torch. Yeah. Because it's kind of unacceptable to not have. A, a solution like at the ready for, the for like at the, the for ready this to be yeah. just like eat, it doesn't shouldn't it be hard shouldn't it be this yeah. hard so I was you know I'm late for my work dinner because I'm trying to sort this mm-hmm. out so there's costs you know professionally little ones that I feel like um and I have thankfully such a supportive manager 
with this, who I can just be so open with, who supports me, who showed me to the pumping room that I was going to be at, like at the office and like knew what I was doing. So it was like filling me in on things I missed. And like, if I had a boss that didn't get it, wasn't supportive or that I felt nervous about, like that only would have compounded everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, um, but the Marriott, like this woman could tell, you know, I was, I was, she could tell and then she started getting nervous and then she like really worked it out. And then the, later that night I came back from the dinner and she was still there. And I like went out of my way to be like, I'm really sorry. Like I was, I'm like, Hey, I'm a stressed out mom, you know, who was yeah. like trying to get the fridge. And she's like, did they get it to you? And I was like, yeah, they did. And like, you're to thank for that. And this made all the difference, like really made sure she mm-hmm. understood like mm-hmm. what a solution that was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I can sleep easy tonight, you know, because of you. Like, thank you. Oh, um, that's nice of you. Yeah. I, I was kind of a jerk. I felt bad. But uh, anyway, so got the old uh, fridge in there. And then. Um, so what, where did they get this fridge? They had a couple or something in the hotel? Yeah. They had to like special request and then they had to be delivered. And okay. it was, it was okay. You know, it had a yeah. happy ending. You know, I pumped in the back of an Uber on the way home. Um, because, you know, the hardest part is when you're like, like if I'm at the hotel, that's fine. If I'm at the company where I was at, that's fine. Cause they had a, a room okay. that I could use with a lock on it. But it was the moments where it was like, we're going to go to a happy hour and then to dinner. Mm-hmm. And I like, couldn't get back to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Right. Those were kind of, I think I talked about this over on Patreon. Those were sort of the moments. This yeah. is like a whole rant. So I'm not even going to do a rant today because this is my rant. But it was like those moments that were more tricky. And so one of those moments happened like we wrapped meetings up and then went straight to like a goodbye happy Mm -hmm. hour that I didn't want to miss out on. Right. So I pushed it and I went. Mm -hmm. And then um, I was trying to get an Uber. But because of the Boston Marathon, it was doing that thing where like ride requesting, ride. And it's just trapped in that ride requesting, ride requesting, blinking Mm -hmm. box, blinking box. No Ubers available. Mm. And then I'm starting to get antsy, you know, because you get a little travel anxiety for the next steps, especially when airports uh-huh. are involved. I'm like, if I miss this flight, there is one direct flight from Boston to Portland. I'm going to have to head out tomorrow or I'm going to be on a 16-hour connection type thing. Oh. So then I walk a block up, try it again, requesting, requesting. Oh, it won't connect to the Uber system right now. Like, And I and then I start walking around and then it's like, ding, you got connected, <gasps> but my pickup location's wrong. So then I go back yeah. to the pickup location. Um, and you have all your luggage with you? All my luggage. Oh my I'm sweating. God. It's 80 degrees yeah. in oh Boston. I'm wearing a sweater, like a very <gasps> not good fit with the weather there's people everywhere my boobs are bursting it's you know those were more of the low low lights i've i call the uber and i'm like please don't leave because it's not showing you where i am but i will find you like right tip well like please stay the relief of getting in that car Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay and he you know he was talking on the phone and i just put my big bag on my lap got my pumps out so discreetly and just started going for it in the back of the yeah. uber yeah and then and then and that's what i did and you know you made it to the airport on time made it in the got air. on the plane on the way home the woman was asleep next to me so she didn't even see me pumping so oh, that was beautiful. nice a jackpot yeah. Yeah. and then got home late you know probably 1230 was the time mm-hmm. midnight, you know, just after midnight by the time I pulled into my driveway and that feeling of getting in your house, I like went upstairs. Oh my God. I went into Ben's room and uh-huh. just like, like kissed him and just like gave him like a hug, like kind of like laid there, gave him a hug and he didn't wake up, you know, it just right. was like right. just my sleeping baby. And then I went and I did get Ellie out of her crib to feed her cause she wasn't taking a bottle while I was gone, which oh, was she also, didn't. she didn't, they got it. Like they offered it to her in different ways, right. mixed breast milk with food, like out of a cup, you know, but she, yeah, she like, no. was low on the calories. And mm-hmm. so woke her up like that feeling of just, you know, being with yeah. her again, uh, the best, the best. Oh my so God. it was yeah. a real adventure of a week, yeah. you know, yeah. real adventure. Mm-hmm. How was your week? What did we do? Um, I think it was a pretty good week. You know, last week I talked about, I think it also on Patreon, 
how I had my not so shining mom moments. And this week was really great. So we had Easter and, you know, that was fun and beautiful and, um, you know, but, but the kids both lost their Easter baskets by 11 AM, I think probably 10 AM just for being little jerks, you know, screaming, throwing things. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to have to put this away for the rest of the day. So like it was beautiful and wonderful, but also just keeping it real that like the kids, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the kids were still kidding. Yes. So, uh, but, but then it was fine. So there were some meltdowns when the baskets first got taken away and then it was fine. You know, they forgot about it. They haven't asked for them since actually. Um, <laughs> just like a whole week later, they just don't really care. So, um, that was fun. Then the week was pretty mellow. I do feel like last night, I don't know. I've only had food poisoning one time mm. and mm. I don't know like if there's varying degrees of food poisoning because if I have it, it's very mild. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's a bug because my brain is like, if it was a bug, my kids probably would have had it first and I'd get it from them. Or we would have at least heard from the, like, they could be carrying it and I guess just not feeling anything. Sure. But the school's been all quiet on the Western front. Like for the last, where are we? I would say most of March was like, Almost every day we were getting like, oh, another case, some sort of stomach bug. Like we are getting messages from school. We haven't had anything in the last week to two probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I woke up. So, but I, but I don't know what I could have eaten. Right. So I did have some leftover deviled eggs a couple of days ago and they tasted fine. I Googled to see if it was fine. It was like, they're usually good for two to three days. So I thought, okay, yeah. we're in the this window. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But last night um, I was starting to feel a little bit nauseous, a little bit off. I had some granola. I tried some yogurt, some plant, because I'm trying to do dairy free, which is just annoying. Um, so I had this plant-based yogurt and I stirred it. I, I had not opened it yet. So it was fresh. And the date expired date was April 29th. So I'm like, Oh, I'm when I'm fully within the window. I open it, but there's like weird Brown things on it. And I was like, what is that? But I never had this brand before. So I just scraped it off. The rest of it was fine. So I was like, I don't know what this is, but it's fine. And I just did a little lick on the spoon to be like, is this good? Cause I like it's kite Hill and for dairy free things, kite Hill usually nails it. It was disgusting. Oh, it was awful. So I was like, well, that's not going to be it. (laughs) Um, Thank you. No, thank you. And I just threw it in the trash and then I tried, we have sheep milk, sheep's milk yogurt, and I didn't like the flavor of that. So I threw that out and I was like, I'm just going to have granola and milk. So that's what I had for dinner. And I had a protein pancake and then I was really tired. So I went to bed and I woke up and it's like, you know, when you drink too much and you can't, you don't sleep well through the night and you yeah. just wake up and you're like alert. Yes. So that was happening to me where I was just like not in deep restful sleep, which is not my norm. So I'm like, it, it was almost like I'd been drinking, but I hadn't been. Yeah. Like fight so, or flight. Like yes. you're just, yeah, your body. So, is that is, what it is? Yeah. Fight or flight. I, I don't know, but that's a feeling where you are just on. I'm on. Yep. And I want to be on. I like yeah, a deep it's sleep. It's insomnia ish. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I was able to fall asleep, but not stay asleep. Yeah. And then when I would wake up, I would be wide awake. And I noticed that like my stomach felt crampy and then oh, I was that's... burping a lot, which is weird. I've had food poisoning twice. Uh-huh. Both times. The the stomach cramps. The cramps. Yeah. That was the telltale sign for me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The last time I had it was very bad cramps. This, these were like minor. It was so to the point where I thought like, did that granola have gluten in it? That's what it felt like. Like it mm. felt like crampy enough that it was like, this is uncomfortable. Like right. my body ate, ate something it doesn't want. And so I was like, did that have granola in it? But I've had that granola before. Yeah. So I'm you're laying going there and through, I'm burping. Like earth? that's the weird. That was so weird to me. Cause normally if you eat something that's sort of upsetting, I feel like you were a fart. Right. I was burping, which is weird. And then I, go, I was like, I'm going to go see if there's gluten in that thing. So I went and I look and I pull it out and it doesn't say, um, gluten-free on it, but it doesn't say contains gluten, you know, in that part where it's like contains whatever, it doesn't say contains gluten or wheat. It said soy and dairy or something. Um, but before I can even look at the, I started reading the ingredients and I was like, Whoa, you need to find a toilet immediately. And I ran to the bathroom (laughs) and threw up Oh. And, and then it was just like my stomach, like tight, you know, yep. um, convulsing or whatever, yeah. multiple, like probably 15 times. It was like, 
Whatever was in there, my stomach was like, brutal. you need to be out. Purge this immediately. Yeah. So I did that. And then I went. Release it. Yeah. Release it. Uh, I went and sat in the rocking chair for a little bit and was just kind of like, this is weird. Because aside from that, I felt pretty fine. Um, But I was just sitting in the rocking chair rocking. And then I had a little bit of water and I took some activated charcoal to try to like take the toxins out. Went back to bed. And I probably woke up an hour or an hour and a half later and I had to do both ends. Uh, And the throw up that time was just like black charcoal, which was wild. Um, And then I've been fine kind of ever since, but I've just been a little off. Yep. So I don't know what it is. And I'm really hoping it's just like something that I ate because all my family seems to be fine. And I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily with food poisoning. It goes through quick. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I feel that's why I'm like, is it when you're possible? in it, it feels like forever, but you should yeah. be able to gain control of the, the outputs. Uh-huh. Right. Outputs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't had any major outputs today. Good. Since like four things are calming or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then I just was like resting and I just feel kind of tired today, but that also can be like, you know, when you're, yeah. when you eat something like food poisoning. So I, I don't think, know if think you'll be ready. Like I think you'll one. be re- back on track and ready to go have a great time. I agree that I will be, but I'm like, if I'm sick, am I going to go give this to everybody that I'm around? If you're fine though, it's quickly, three. then that yeah. was a food thing. Okay. I think. Yeah. That's I mean, what I, I was thinking. Know. I was thinking that too, but then I talked about it a little bit on social today and people, a couple of people were like, that sounds like norovirus. I oh, like, I didn't think about noro. Well, what's norovirus? Contagious. Well, I know that. It's but like, like f- it's like food it's poisoning like oh. symptoms, but contagious. But I don't know how long it's contagious for, and I don't know how to tell the difference. I, I forgot about the old noro. It's been a while oh. since I've seen that one come around. What is Most the internet? Most recover in one to two days, have no long-term health, dehydration, blah, blah, blah. Um, how do you know if you have norovirus? If you experience feeling, suddenly feeling sick, projectile vomiting, and watery diarrhea, which I don't really have. I don't know what projectile is, but I wouldn't call it that. And I didn't have watery diarrhea. I don't know. Yeah. How can I recover? That's I one of those things, too, where you could throw it out to the people and just yeah. say, hey. This is it. This is what I think it is. Are you how, comfortable with How do we feel? So yeah. it's cards on the table. Yeah. Ah, anyway. I could ask them. I could uh, ask them. Cards on the table. That's that reminds it. me of uh, Succession. Oh, which, gosh. Yeah. Which you, you're watching it this season? No, I haven't started yet. Holy shiza. Yeah, there was a big twist I heard. That big twist episode, even if you got a spoiler and you know what the twist is, let me tell you, watch Succession and watch that episode. I've, that episode, wow, it, my jaw was on the ground. And I talked about The Last of Us, right? And how I really felt like one of the episodes from that, from that um, series was going to win whatever award they give to the best episode of television. Uh-huh. I called it and I thought everyone's going to be playing for second place now. Mm. That episode of Succession, I'm a house divided. Oh, you know, okay. I have no so idea right who there. I would choose. Tied uh-huh. for first. Now well, everyone else is playing for second. I mean, it oh was unreal. But I will say, you know, trigger warning. Um, I don't know how to do a trigger warning for this without spoiling it. Uh, I won't do anything. Yeah. I won't do anything. Great. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on HBO. That's on them, not on, <laughs> not on me. Uh, but it's, trigger warning. but it's very, very good. Okay. Anything else oh that we, God. that we want to catch up on before we get into no. hot topics? Okay. I mean, hot I've topics. Been, that's the other big thing I've been doing this week is stalking In, still Vanderpump Rules and Taylor Swift because there's been a lot of things going on. On Easter Eve. Yeah, how fitting. News breaks Mm -hmm. that Taylor and Joe are no longer together. Yeah. They broke up. And the Swift universe has shook Mm -hmm. dramatically. Um, So how do we... When you first sent it to me, I was like, "Mm, I'm not going to believe this yet. Yeah. 
I'm not sure who's reporting it. Right. I was just like, I don't know. And because, but when people reports it, you know, it's I legit. feel like usually people is, I, I can't think of a single time that they've reported something that has not been vetted. Like it's a trust, trusted source. Yeah. So when people, yeah, I don't know. So now I believe it. You know, they kept their relationship so private mm-hmm. that I thought when they uncoupled, I wouldn't care all that much or if they uncoupled or whatever. Um, but Taylor is so big. Any major life event that happens to Taylor is going to be news for a long time. Like she is just that big. She's that humongous. Yeah. I've been thinking about her more and more, like how unreal of a human she is. Yeah. To be doing the things that she is doing that would not work for any other artist ever. Mm -hmm. Like it's pretty incredible really like to re-record your albums and then have them all go to the top of the charts is just kind of like unbelievable unbelievable and to have so many people guessing and you're right like I don't know anything about her and Joe and yet I am highly invested yes what's going on here I know I haven't known anything about them and in the absence of either of their people directly saying things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sources saying Mm -hmm. this and speculation of that. And a lot of stories just sort of, you know, swirling around. I believed it. I think I was, I was hopeful that it wasn't true, but the timing of it, and I texted you this, you know, usually big stories like, like, People will release big things about themselves sometimes or like if they know something's going to get out eventually, they'll drop it on like a Friday and let it just spin out a little easier over the weekend, you know. Mm -hmm. And so she knew that like they knew this was going to be major and to release it if if it was intentionally released, that would have been smart like the night before a holiday. Mm -hmm. And maybe they were like not going to ever release anything. But because we didn't even know, like we didn't know anything about them, but maybe because I had seen a lot of people talking about why Joe hadn't been at any of her shows. So maybe yeah. they caught wind of like her fans are starting to dig and like, you know, yeah. Swifties are looking at, I don't know. And they were like, let's just get it out there. And I don't know. But yeah. then I sent you the thing last night that, have you ever heard of Dumois? No. Okay. I had not heard of her either or her. I think it's a her. Um, so she's like a, Source like Perez Hilton, but okay. an anonymous one that nobody knows who it is. Chris Dumois. sent me her. Yeah. Dumois. Yes. So that- I didn't know who she was. And okay. then Stassi from Vanderpump Rules said I had Dumois on the podcast, but she didn't have her f- camera on. So I still don't know who she is or what she looks like. And then I started following her. And I don't like following her because it's too cryptic. Like I don't, it's, but she gets all kinds of tips and leads and anonymous stuff all the time. All Ooh. the time, like behind the scenes things. And okay, how do you so spell I, it? I'm gonna like follow her. D E A U, maybe like Dumois. Um, and then M O I. Let me see. That's that's the video that I sent you last night when you were on the plane was from her. Okay, D E U X M O I. Okay. Okay. So if you go into like her stories, it's she just like people are sending in tips and she just posts the tips. But then I'm like reading all the time and I'm trying to make sense of it. She's not a very quick, fast news source for me. I want someone to just break it down, but apparently she's pretty reliable. And she posted on her podcast, I think it was that what they're saying now that someone has insider information and we don't possibly can't really know that Joe apparently did not like the fame. And I got to say, it would be extremely hard to date Taylor because you cannot do anything. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't go anywhere. You can't do it. You don't have any privacy. And if you don't like that, oh, that would be tough, right? So apparently he didn't like it. And then leading up to the tour, there was some distance. And someone, I think they're saying it was him, said, why don't we use this as sort of a time to take some space and see what we think? And 
what the thing was that I sent you was, and what she said on the podcast was like, Taylor said, okay, let's do that, thinking he would miss her and want to come back. And sure. apparently it's been like a better thing or something for him. And so now they're speculating that it was someone from his camp. Not him that leaked it, because apparently he is even more private than Taylor, but someone from, maybe he talked to a friend that wasn't trustworthy that then, you know, told someone they shouldn't have or, whatever, you know, things spun out, but that it was from his side, not Taylor's people that leaked this. Jeez. Do you think they're going to get back together? I don't know. Like, I don't, need, I don't even tour? know if they're good together. Like, the whole Lover album exists for Joe. Yeah. But I do have an issue with my first introduction to joe i believe was gorgeous you didn't on like reputation you thought it was and I think corny. It's stupid you still think it's stupid i thought it grew on you no i like it i like the song but i hate the lyrics of it of like you're so gorgeous i hate you because you're so gorgeous like yeah it's not fair yes yeah. like you're hot it's like get out of here <laughs> what? i mean a, i think there's I think a different way to say it it yeah. is a bop but a bop. lyrically I'm just like, that's a flop. That's what Shake It Off does to me. I get mad when I listen to Shake It Off. So I get that. I get that. Yeah. I just want Taylor to be happy. That's that's what we want. And I'm I'm worried that that no matter how good a breakup is or how cool you're doing with it or how great she is in her era's era, I'm concerned that there's churn in her heart and she's on tour singing love songs about an ex that's that's another reason i really fresh because she's singing all these songs and i did not get one teeny tiny i mean i wasn't looking through that lens either but i didn't get a tiny morsel of heartbreak coming from her no i just got Utter like strength. domination and strength and like slay. But do you think they were broken up in air when we were in Arizona? Yes, you do. I don't think you miss her first debut shows. Yeah, I just don't think. Unless you do. he was like backstage. Do we not know that? We don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He could be. But the mom and the dad were both. Her mom. Her mom was there, seen in the tent, like the VIP uh, tent or whatever, on the side night one wearing a mask remember because i think mm-hmm. we talked about like she's still sense yeah and then dad was she po- taylor posted a video said my dad got this from the show last night he was there night two and he might have been there both nights right but maybe they took turns who was on the floor i don't know in the tent but like when selena went she's in the tent right she, okay. they're like yeah that's watching. the place and when <laughs> joe has gone before he's been in the tent the vip tent that is out there like people have seen him at the shows Mm. So he could have been behind the scenes, but I feel like, why are you being extra, 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 extra private now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you haven't done that before? It's not like you've yeah. been at shows before and not been on the field or whatever. So I think, I did think that it was strange that he was not at those shows, that either of those shows, but I thought, well, maybe he has a project he's working on. He couldn't be at them for some reason, but he's certainly going to be at a show. But then he wasn't at Vegas. Then he wasn't in Arlington, you know? So it's like, yeah. Where is he? What's happening? It looks like a duck. Smells like uh-huh. a... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's one I want your take on. Because I feel like mm. you're... You are a source for this couple. Speaking of breakups and reunions. I'm sniffing Chloe and Tristan. Oh! Yeah. Say it ain't so. I don't know, but it is not looking good um, because she posted this tribute to him on his birthday about how wonderful he was. She posted it on Instagram. Yeah. This is how she started last time too. When she when she took him back last time, she never explicitly took him back publicly. Right until like even on the show, the Kardashians, she like still tried to keep her cards close to her chest, but like you yeah. knew. Um, but she posted something like very glowing about him on his birthday. Then you see him and Kim going to like North's soccer game or basketball game together. And I feel like when the family gets involved, especially Kim, like There's- if someone did to you what Tristan did to Chloe, I am not going to be in their corner. 
No, you know what I never. mean? The old, ever. The only reason that I would, and this, and Kim talked about it. Like she was so angry at him, unfollowed him the last time when it happened with Jordan or whatever, Kylie's friend, when he did that betrayal. Um, I think that was the second one, right? Yeah. Uh, so Kim said, like, I wanted to have nothing to do with him. And she was really angry at him in the delivery room when the first affair thing happened. Like Kim is like, it sounds like from what I've gathered, like she's kind of like me, like she is, okay, the bridge is burned, right? So to see her and, oh, and then she was talking about on the show that she's like, but he has really done a lot of work and like, I trust him and I love (sighs) him. They all became, yeah. So now they're going to a game together. And I think if he's got Kim on his side, oh, Chloe's in his pocket. Then I just heard last night that he's with Cor- him and Corey Gamble went to a Lakers game together and then a club afterwards. So he's now broing out with, you know, the mom's oh my God. dad, the mom's dude, boyfriend, whatever he is, partner. So it just seems very much like they are back History on. History is repeating. And I don't know, like, we're judging from the cheap seats, certainly. Yeah. But it seems very scary. Yeah. I'm, I really, like, can't believe it. Right. It's like, how do you, how do you, after the third, so publicly and so, this time he had a child while they were going through IVF or like their surrogacy. And like, like the stories, it, the stories tell the story. Those are uh-huh. the facts. Right. But what I keep going back to is the look on her face on, when they covered it on the Kardashians, that like first episode or the second where it was mm-hmm. like the utter heartbreak mm-hmm. in her entire body what yeah. he did to her and what she like let us in on. So I feel like we're all like, like Kim, like he is just bridges yeah. are burned between him and all of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't believe it. I know this is, I know. this is a tough pill. How is it possible? It just feels impossible. Yeah. It feels impossible. He could be, Cause, and it also feels wild. Cause I could see Chloe, obviously she's into him. You know, I could see, there's been lots of people that are in relationships that the family or their friends around them do not support because they're not treating that person the way that they deserve. Right. Right. But it's so wild that the family is now in support of him too. Yeah. Like wild. I know that they're good about not because he, because there's kids involved. I know that the family is good about like forgiveness, bashing them and forgive, but like to be buddy, but I can't imagine Kim going into a game for one of her kids to like, Hey, come to my come to North's basketball game. Yeah, makes that me just ill. Seems like whoa. Okay, too much, too much. Yeah. For uh, forgiveness, I'm tying these in well together today. Um, wow. Harry is attending his father's coronation. Oh yeah. Now I don't think that necessarily means forgiveness, um, but it is certainly something. I think no Megan reporting. will not be attending. She will be staying back with the children. What do you think about that? Staying back with the children. Do you think it's fine? I think it is in an effort by Harry and Megan to keep the coronation focused on the coronation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, it seems like seems like a move. Smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Parent move. Okay, let's protect our kids from the riffraff. Let's also just like we don't need. I'm gonna go, but I'm. Yeah. We don't need all. Let's not have the eyes on us or whatever. But TMZ was on last night, and all of them are talking shit about it. And I just yeah. was like, I that never would have occurred to me to think yeah. that that was the wrong move. But- it's interesting because it's like a move to respect, to show respect to the crown, to the family to the moment of history, I think, like, to the family, you know, um, to the business side of it. It keeps him sort of relevant-ish in that way there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But it just doesn't align with, like, how, I don't want to say disrespectful, but, like, how they've really tried to, like, blow this whole thing open. Like, they've thrown any question of if they're questioning the crown, like, to the wind. Because they just are, like, what has been prioritized Mm 
is like unearthing the mis the real mistreatment of yeah. Megan really by the media, but also the family. I mean, mm-hmm. they have. And so then I don't know. All of it is. Yeah, I, the family yeah. is the opposite of what we were talking about. Bridge burners. Yeah, they are like, you know, and, and I guess rightfully so if that's what you have to do, but like protect the monarchy at all costs. So we're not going to go against the media. We're not going to defend one of our own no matter what. Yeah. And then also planting stories mm. about her intentionally is the what the documentary for Harry right. and Megan alleged and like yeah. all but proved um, to like, you know, it was a look over here and using her as a way to like generate relevancy and stories and like to look the other way to keep, you know, will or whatever as the little shining star. But it mm-hmm. just, I think it's so interesting. Um, the last one we've got to get to Vanderpump. Yeah. Did you see that Tom did a tell all this week interview with Howie Mandel? Okay. I saw some snippets of it. I didn't watch. Yeah. I think it's wild that you would choose Howie Mandel. And it also, like, I'm fine with Howie Mandel. Like, I, I don't think he, he was just like, I take him or leave him. Yeah. A- after the interview, I'm like, I am leaving him. He's not yeah. a take him. Yeah, he was just irritated. He's irritating. I thought he was not likable. I don't think he asked. He was basically on Tom's side because he has not, didn't seem like he's watched a single episode of Vanderpump Rules. Like, Apparently, I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw a bunch of clips too, but he was like, who's Sheena? And she's like a main player in this, you know? Yeah. So he didn't know anything that was going on. He was like, I don't understand why they're all being so hard on you. You know, it was just like, so maybe that's why Tom did his show, but it was, uh, fell a little flat and it seemed like a lot of excuses to me because he just basically threw Ariana under the bus. Like he was just like, I tried to break up with her for months. I did break up with her on Valentine's day. She wouldn't have it. She said she was, and he's like, he, they kind of bleeped it out, but I feel like he said, she said she was going to like harm herself if I broke up with her. So what was I supposed to do? And if that is true, because then he also kept saying, I know I handled this horribly. I know I'm a shithead. I know I did it wrong. And I'm like, well, both of those things can't be true. Right. Like if it's like, what was I supposed to do? I tried the best I could. It isn't also, I know I was awful. I know I did. It's like, no. All of that feels like he's turned it around enough, like so many times in his mind of Mm -hmm. like, how does he cope and defend and like save face a little bit that he's just, it's overturned and it's messy. Yeah. And then last night I saw someone did a side, but it was Kristen, his ex that was before Ariana. Oh, interesting. Um, she was like, this sounds a little like Groundhog Day or whatever, um, deja vu-y. And then people spliced together, like the things, things that he said post Kristen and the things that he's saying. And it was like, so the same. He basically said like, I've, we have, we've been broken up for a while. Like I tried to break up with you. You wouldn't accept it. Like all, and there was like 10 different huh. things that he he's said to Kristen little, that he said, oh he's yeah. He's got a little playbook. Uh-huh, he's got a playbook. Whoa. And he d- I think he thought that was going to be a good look for him and like defend himself. And I feel like it was the wrong move. Like he needs to, he needs a new PR team. It's not. Even Fed, the timeline still is irrelevant because it was February. Yeah. yeah. If he did attempt to break up, they were, sp- Raquel and him were spotted way before then. August. And hasn't he since said that he's like madly in love with Raquel? They're like full well, blown. Well, he told. That's what Schwartz said. His bestie said on Watch What Happens Live, he said in January, Tom came to him and told him that he was in love with Raquel. So I don't know if I've heard Tom say it, but his best friend who's like, you know, is everything um, said that. So, yeah. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I went away to Miami for a weekend and I didn't talk to her all weekend. That's not normal. And I'm like, I'm thinking it could be. You're together for 10 years. You're right. 
Yeah. You she think have just to check ghosting her for a weekend is yeah. means she's going to process. Right. Oh, like, oh he is fully good. broken up with me and ready <laughs> to move on. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. She should have totally <laughs> yeah. put all that she together. She should have put two and two together. Yeah. Yeah. I wow. That's calculus, it's, dude. So we do have a date though. I think it's May 17th or something is the start of the oh. three part finale. Here we go. Here we and, go. And uh, Lala was on which what happens this week. And he asked her, like, do you think, oh, he said, did Raquel, because Raquel and Ariana were like best friends. Yeah. And he said, did she, as the affair started to happen, did she start pulling away? And, or, you know, like, what was she? And Lala teased something. She said, you guys will see it in the finale episode, but you'll see it like leading up to. She said, there is a conversation that Raquel has with Ariana that I could not believe. And Andy said, yeah, I couldn't believe she could look in her eyes and say the things that she was saying to her, knowing what she was, you know. So I'm like, so I'm like, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah. So Raquel's just a, you know, wow. Wild card. I just, I'm, it's, it's, it's not quite good TV yet, but apparently it's turning. Okay. Like we're start, all the stuff that's been filmed before is, you know, pre all of this, but now we're going to start seeing things. And Lala apparently had an inclination. You saw it a little bit on last week's episode. She started being more suspicious starting in August, starting at Brock and Sheena's wedding, which was the last episode. She's like, I started cluing into this. And she said, my mom, when she met her in 2017, she said, be careful with that when she moves like a snake. So Lala said, I've been like, just wary of her ever since. And she started like noticing that Raquel Mm. is a little sneaky. Mm. Wow. I j- it's, it's gonna, it's great. This mm. is, you don't have to watch any other rest of the season call, but at this point you probably should start tuning in. Yeah, I will. Okay. That goes for all of you. What night is it on? Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights. I okay. I think okay. it's Wednesday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I give me a front row ticket. Oh my God. It's yeah. And you yeah. guys always have a front row ticket here. Always. Uh, uh, I loved, I loved, I love the just off the cuff getting to hang out with you and and with you listeners our favorite people ever uh we love you you can sip with us always Always. and we will see you you next tuesday Tuesday. Bye. bye Want more? You can sit with us. How about another round of your favorite podcast? We same, 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 same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. Kabots. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.